For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Well, I guess that establishes who we are, but <laughs> just to be redundant, uh, Bob Williams and Hello. I'm Jim Gerhardt. And we are live from the New Jersey 101.5 newsroom, the brand new newsroom that opened up about a month ago. It's spacious, it's beautiful. It is, really. And welcome to all of our friends out here on Facebook Live. And they say if you fall off your horse, what you do is get back on real quick. That's so we it. tried this last week. This is, this is kind of an experimental thing. This is really see, nice, though. It, but it's fun. It yeah. is a lot of fun. And I do appreciate anybody who looked in. You know, I said uh, Bob Williams and Jim Gearhart. I should next time we should say Jim Gearhart and Bob Williams. Do you remember we had a team on the air here one time mm-hmm. who did that? Um, because everybody they had it was two girls. Well, actually, it's Brooke and Roberta. Right. But each one wanted to be first. So they took turns. And so they had had a, a big legal pad. And oh. we say, Brooke, it's your turn. Now it's Brooke and Roberta. And the next time you scratch it, the next Roberta time and Brooke, it, it comes Brooke. back the other way. That's fine. Yeah. So anyway, what we would like to do is to have your comments, uh, questions, and uh, we will try to respond to that as right. best we can. I think that would be the, the basic thing here. I wanted to do something right off the bat. Uh, Bill Spadia wrote a good piece, as he mm-hmm. always does, about you. And you have to fill me in because I hadn't heard this. Uh, Tom Brady, the quarterback oh. for the New England Patriots, wants to copyright Tom Terrific. Oh, and that, that has struck a nerve with uh, <laughs> me and uh, every probably every Met fan in the area, and not only Met fans, but football fans, because he is, I, I guess he's hated by a lot of people well, outside of New England, uh, and uh, for what he's trying to do now, well, it's just an obscene grab. So uh, He's and- trying to grab the, he's trying to trademark the Tom Terrific moniker that Tom Seaver's been known as since the 1960s. But... To me, it's the most egregious, ridiculous, almost obscene exercise of ego I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like you, uh, Bob Williams. You could say, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to copyright Bob White." So every time a quail right. or a bird says, "You know, <laughs> they're going to owe me money," they owe right? you money. Yeah. It, it's, but and I, here's here's my take on that. Uh, and and this plays in with the Manfred, my dog. Mm-hmm. Now, Manfred was going to come in today, I promised, but he didn't because of another reason. I brought his likeness. Mm-hmm. And so anybody who's interested, okay. you can see. This, There's is, this, Manfred. Is, this is Manfred's likeness. He's a good-looking dog. Oh, he sure is. Yeah. Goes, but, he goes with the family. <laughs> but uh, uh, this uh, Tom Brady thing, Brady is worth $180 million. His wife, Giselle Bunchen, is worth $380 million. <laughs> Combined, that's over almost over a half a billion dollars between the two of them. Yet he wants to trademark Tom Terrific so that he can merchandise shirts and 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 more uh, stuff to sell on his uh, name. Now, no one. I mean, I'm the first to admit he's probably one of the greatest of all time in his sport. He's a fabulous athlete, uh, over 40 years old, and he's still going strong. No time to no no, no slowing down for Tom Brady. But geez, I mean, come on. Tom Terrific? There's only one Tom Terrific, and we all know who that is, people. 
Tom Seaver, number 41. Well, I got another one that goes back before that, and it brings up Manfred. This is why I bring up Manfred. Now, we've heard of Manfred as Mighty Manfred the Wonder Dog. Mm -hmm. There was a cartoon. There was a series of children's books called Tom Terrific and Mighty Manfred the Wonder yes, Dog. Yes, yes, I, I was looking that up. It. That yes. was back in the late 50s, right? Uh, a couple of years. I don't know. Well, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a little later than mm-hmm. that in the 60s. Okay. Because when I worked in New York one time at WNEW, I was working afternoon, so I had the whole morning to play with my kids. And we watched cartoons. I loved the cartoons, which were entirely different. Children's programming then was cartoons. Now it's nonstop violence and glass cut stuff, so you wonder. But that, yeah, yeah, you are absolutely right. Yeah. That is the original Tom Terrific. Okay, so Tom Terrific and Mighty Manfred the Wonder Dog. Now that had to be copyrighted. Mm-hmm. I would think. Uh, you would think so. So maybe somebody can use this and cut him off at the past. This, yeah. this ridiculous. Yeah, ego let's just thing. hope it stops. Okay, so anyway, that uh, <laughs> lots to lots to talk about this week. Where do you want to start? And if you have comments out there on Facebook Live, oh, yeah. uh, we're we're watching our screen. If you have a question for us, we'll jump right to your topic. That's what it's all about. It's interactive here on New Jersey 101.5's Facebook Live. You know, speaking of the cartoons, just an aside here, and then I want to talk about your uh, your event that you had over mm-hmm. the weekend. Right. And I wonder how much effect this has on the current generation and some of the the stuff that's going on. The children now, if you turn on the morning television, and it used to be Sunday mornings and every morning they had kids shows. Right. Well, at that time, the only violence that I can ever remember was when uh, Quick Draw McGraw did his, uh, changed into his superhero, El Cabong. Right. And he hit some malcreant over the head right. with his Cabonger, which right. was his guitar. Or he was, he was rescuing now, now, Baba Louie, Yeah, right? now instead of a thousand people wiped out, you know, like yeah. kids watch now with some death ray or other kind of gone. You, all you got was some guy sitting there with a guitar around his neck. <laughs> El Cabong yes. Cabonged him. That was a great uh, so, time when, when, they, when they had the Saturday morning cartoons, that whole block of but programming. You, you know, and I wonder, and again, I don't want to go down this path. Someday I do and probably will. But uh, I've had a lot of time to think. I've got nothing much else to do. So. <laughs> and I can think while I'm riding my lawnmower, so even the things that I do. But uh, you get uh, the violent cultural influence. I would think anything a kid, I think uh, what uh, public television has a couple of kid shows on, but right. they're becoming very politically correct. Mm. Uh, but otherwise, and the other, the violence in these cartoons yeah. are ridiculous. So you get kids who grow up on that, and you add to the fact that the food chain is poisoned. Right. <laughs> I'm not surprised that everybody's yeah. crazy on a college now, Are you a Spongebob guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it's probably a throwback to the old days. That, right? Well, you have to search for it now, right, I think, to yeah. try to find SpongeBob. Yeah. Okay, now let's get to something a little bit more serious. Oh, and thanks to the people who said hello, really. Brian I, V., we thank do, you. We do appreciate yep. that. Uh, and again, if you want to think of something... Uh, yeah, any, anything of topic we've been talking yeah. about on the radio this week, you, you you didn't get a chance to call into one of the shows, bring it up, and we'd love to discuss it with you. Yeah, There's I lots see, going on. Yeah, I'm not doing the morning show anymore, so I don't like to be tricked into thinking. Like I used to be, like Bill does now. <laughs> right. He can't get out of it. But, there's so, but, but anyway, so many we rely things on you. Going on. Yeah. Now, you had a big event. That was last weekend that the, uh, came off extremely well. Yeah, the celebration of life for the New Jersey Sharing Network, the organ and tissue organization. It was great. Um, I uh, I had the honor. I didn't I didn't know when we did the show last week. At that time, they asked me and my donor Kim Rumis to sound the horn to start the walk, 
And that's why you saw that thing on, on the website that I was on stage making some comments uh -huh. in front of the crowd. And it was a very, very humbling and very, very emotional experience there. Um, it was a great event, 10,000 people. I mean, it is a sea of love and emotion. 10,000 people? 10,000 people. Wow. These are all teams made up of the families of deceased donors that have left their organs for others uh -huh. to, to be transplanted, living donors, their families, hospitals that are involved in this throughout the state. It is a major, major event, and radio station was right there, and... I, I'm I'm going to be there for the rest of my life. I'm I'm committed to that organization. Which is going to be a long time yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. Listen, I, I just wanted to out. mention to people. Uh, I could keep looking here. We're looking at a screen that has your comments right. on it. Uh, Douglas yes. Matthews. Wh who was the person before who who simply wanted to, us to mention that he had called in to say hello? Uh, Brian um, V. I think. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll yeah. find out. But thanks. Yeah. Douglas Matthews says, "God bless the veterans from World War II and the D-Day invasion in yeah. Normandy." True heroes of the greatest generation. Oh my gosh, that is just 75 years. You know how refreshing this is? Years, if yes. we were doing this, I, I guess, at the right place, or especially at an educational institution, yeah. it would be about the D-Day in Normandy and the old heterosexual white guys mm. who, uh, right. who, who were there. But, so, uh, I mean, just hearing all the news reports from that day, uh, from all the old CBS guys, Douglas Pierpoint, and all of the the, co the colleagues back in, in the day to hear that the Allied forces have made the beach at Omaha Beach, and you know you look at the pictures, and there's no words. It's unimaginable of the of what those those people did. They saved the world, Jim. And that you see, I wish people would understand that what they had saved the world from these old white guys. Now, this is, I'm not trying to demean the, the, the black, the African-American, or the minority troops in World War II who were capable of equal heroics, but at that time, with discrimination, they were mostly assigned to service units. So it's surprising if you look at the statistics, the deaths, overwhelmingly white. And this is not because there weren't very brave people. We get the, the airmen, the Tuskegee people, and that is a good example, but they were few. Most were put in service units, so they were not, and through no fault of their own, you know, in, in frontline service. Some guys, obviously guys, were. Can, and if you can imagine the, those transports coming up on the beach, and it opens up, and you've got to get out there and get in the water and make your way on the beach and to the unknown. Uh, how many thousand died that day? Oh, gosh. It's just... Uh, the, uh, Unimaginable what they did for us. The president and the president of France and some others are speaking today yes. at Normandy. Mm -hmm. And I was amazed. They were telling about how many millions of people yes. are showing up for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. So in spite of what you get in the media, that uh, being a, a patriotic person or recognizing this thing is declassé now, mm -hmm. and they're trying to change history. Uh, wipe out anything that is inconsistent with the advance of the loony left. Uh, in spite of that, there are people who are went way out of their way to get there, first of all, yeah. and, and, and who are, are celebrating that. Um, so, you know, and what makes this anniversary of D-Day probably more special, the 75th, is that you think about all the veterans that are still survived they're well into their mid-90s, so this is probably mm. going to be the last major marking of an anniversary that these uh, gentlemen, these fine people, are going to be with us you know, so that I, we I, can I, thank them in person. Again, to take a, take a look at this from a little 
different perspective is that if these people had not sacrificed their lives or been willing to those who didn't and won the war in this country there would be no minorities right because it was the stated purpose of the enemy yeah. to the Aryan race would race. be the only surviving yeah, race the Aryan race would be the only surviving race and by now and I wish people would look at that and, and be grateful rather than disparaging the people who actually did it. Yeah. And if and if you if you're not educated on on the D Day, I, I strongly urge you to, to to find out more through books, through videos, through documentaries, and then you can really have an appreciation for what that generation did. That's and there's no doubt they were and they are the greatest generation, Jim. Hi, Tony. Uh, Tony Gallo says we must protect the citizens in New Jersey from the current political machine that in my opinion is very dangerous for our family's safety and security. That's absolutely it. true. I Any mean, ideas how to I do can, that? I can <laughs> add to that. Yes. Well this this is the apparent uh, uh, <laughs> the, I was talking to Bill Spady this morning and I, I said Bill you know have you run across anybody in the few years you've been doing this who actually listened to you and started using their head? <laughs> I never run across that very much. I used to come in in the morning I tell you how this is uh, how difficult it is when you're trying especially just to point out simple things how people can take something of their life back and uh, especially through the grip right. voting that we talked about last week and I would come in and about 3.30 in the morning we went on the air at yeah. 6 and I would picture I had a rutabaga a giant turnip on my desk and I would prepare as if I had four hours to convince the rutabaga that it had a soul <laughs> And uh, I don't think <laughs> I ever a did. Tough nut to crack there, but yeah, in, in that particular yeah. time. But uh, I'll tell you, and, and the um, the primary just passed, and and the rec the turnout was not that great. I think it was like around. Uh, hey Dan, what do, well, do we have uh, stats on the uh, turnout for the primary? About uh, maybe. Oh, Dan's yeah, going to look well, it Dan up. Dan Alexander I, is. Uh, yeah, Dan Alexander. Dan is a great news writer. I, yeah. I, I sometimes marvel at how good yeah. some he of He was honored are. as a Town Square uh, producer of the year for, oh, really? for news content. And, well, he certainly you should. Know, be. We're, we're just very blessed to have Dan on our team. But I think uh, the total um, uh, the, was about 12%. Uh -huh. Give or take well, that's, a percent. That's big. Well, but, um, Let me still. talk to Daniel Gilbertson. Hi, Daniel. Yeah. Uh, Daniel says, fighting Germans and Jim Crow. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, Marylander, uh, Waverly Woodson Jr. was among black troops in combat on D-Day. Right. Yes, yes. I think what I said uh, is true. There are, uh, there certainly were lots. Yes. But by and large, if you look at statistics, that uh, the, uh, for, for example, when I was I was in the during the Korean War, which was a little bit later, but yeah, but I was aware, you know, of World yeah. War II at the time, and later there were certain uh, ethnic uh, people who, if you saw one in the military, he was a cook or a steward to a higher officer, mm. and people were kind of categorized like that, and. I do not recall at the time there was any particular slam on it. It was just the culture of the time. So if you look at the statistics of uh, battlefield casualties, but we had contributions from from all. Well, well of course, of yes. course, yeah, everybody. So uh, yeah, it's a good day to remember. But I think you're right when you get the left's attempt to wipe out any history that contradicts 
or is not in total concert with their whatever the ideology is. And what is I saw one more recently, they are or they want to change the names of all institutions, buildings and streets mm -hmm. that were named before a certain time in history. Yeah. Everything will be changed. So our children, our grandchildren well, probably, if, if they dug this up, if an archaeologist happened to drop into an old radio studio that was covered with whatever it is to see how people lived, yeah. they, they would not recognize it. Oh, so, an amazing, amazing day, and let's not ever forget that. Oh, he was, he was referring, okay, with that, with that particular soldier to a Baltimore Sun article with that headline. Yeah. Well, what else is going on? Also, oh, it, it was 13% of the total uh, voters. 13% for the uh, I'm for surprised the at that, really, for a primary. Yeah. I got my uh, my uh, primary. The, right. the, the, uh, now, did you have anybody running unopposed? I had nobody running I'd ever heard of. And there was no public mm -hmm. question. I didn't vote. See, people pointed it. And uh, we mentioned it briefly last week, but it, it, it's a shame that people don't take more advantage of the primaries because this is where those are the elections where the change begins where you start primarying and put, putting people against the incumbents. That's their chance. Now, I mean, the ballot for November is pretty well set, unless somebody's going to come in as a third or fourth party. It's, it's going to be rare if anybody comes in uh, outside right. the establishment because the, yeah. the parties pretty much control the and spending. Lot, and from what I've heard this uh, week, a lot of people are very disappointed in how the Republican Party is not uh, really... They don't have their their act together, as far as uh, <laughs> to say the least. Right. Um, Bill, Bill took a call from a uh, 25th Assembly candidate. I think his name is Brian Bergen, out of Denville, and he's running in the same uh, district as uh, Tony Bucco uh, for Assembly. Uh, and Bergen had said that the Republican Party, their priorities are not uh, focused on getting help down to the lower level candidates so that they can get the grassroots movements to get themselves together. It, it's, it's a real shame that uh, they can't get out of their own way, the Republican Party here today. Yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, and I've also heard that they're in danger of, you know, a couple of counties that have been traditionally Republican could be sw switching over to Democrat, like maybe Monmouth County, you know, long-time Republican. The Republican Party has lacked any kind of a charismatic uh, leader. Yeah. Well, you could argue about Governor uh, Christie in the beginning, but yeah. go back to, to Governor Kane. Really, yeah. it's it's been pretty pretty drab. Yeah. So uh, again, we're if you're just joining us, we're it's Bob and Jim on Facebook Live, and if you have any comments about any news of the day or the past uh, several days this week here in New Jersey or in the world, you want to make a comment. We're uh, looking at our screen, we're watching the scroll just like you are, and we're going to try to get to as many uh, of your topics as possible until about eleven o'clock this morning. The, uh, okay, let's go to Brian V. Brian says we should talk about the gas tax hike. No one really fought back on and just let the politicians do it. And the tolls, I notice a lot of people in New Jersey will complain when prices go up, but they never use their right to protest. Well, Brian, you're right on. I don't know why. We talk about that a lot. We have talked about it a lot here. I do not know why. Well, I, uh, we just came back from a vacation down the southeast, and we drove up from Florida. And driving through all these states, you really realize how big this New Jersey gas tax is. I mean, the gas price here in New Jersey per gallon is at least 20 cents more than the southern states, uh, Georgia, the Carolinas, even Maryland. 
Uh, I think our gas is like about 290, 295 a gallon average. I mean, I think I paid like 265 on average, and that's a real stark contrast. There was one bright, almost a Camelot moment in New Jersey history. Go back to the early 90s, the Hands Across New Jersey yes. movement. This is during the early part of the Florio administration when the taxes were raised and some ridiculous taxes, a tax on toilet paper. I mean, yeah. right away, that, right. that's fatuous. Uh, group called, called uh, group formed called Hands Across New yeah. Jersey. I remember. And they were actually, it was formed by a, a, uh, a mailman and a housewife, John mm -hmm. Bud Zash and Pat Ralston. <laughs> yeah. And they had, had this thing organized and, and politicians were scared. They were shaken in their boots because people all got behind this. And it actually did change the legislature in the next election. The Democrats were out, Republicans were in. Christ, uh, Christie Whitman became the governor. So it was a change. It was a Republican change, a sea change in the political climate in New Jersey. Uh, but what happened was business went on pretty much as usual. And even though they were voted in, they found out very quickly that a politician when his job is threatened, all they have to do is hunker down because the people are going to get tired before they do. That's their career. <laughs> wear, the rest of us have real lives. Wear everybody else out. And yeah. so trying to keep pressure on a politician is like having a tug of war with a Rottweiler. <laughs> you get one of these ropes with a knot on the end, he gets one and you get one. Well, you put, you're never going to win. No. He'll die pulling on that yes. rope. And you're going to have to you know, go answer right. the phone or do something. Yeah. But uh, they found out, and then, uh, of course, uh, the same things occurred. Nothing really of any consequence changed. Yeah. And so I think the people saw that in a certain degree of futility, mm -hmm. because a lot of the enthusiastic people at that time had rather, uh, I guess they burned out their enthusiasm seeing, you know, why bother? Right. And it seems to be that's kind of the... Uh, right. Kind and, of the... And to uh, finish up Brian's comments, he said a lot of people... Here in the state will complain when prices go up with the tolls, but never use their, their right to protest. And that changed well, the yes, outrage. Is, yes. mm -hmm. Well, that's the, right. With, the outrage kind of. With the advent of the out. Easy Pass and the electronic toll collection, you know, any government agency can raise any toll on any highway, and you're not going to feel that instant pain because you have to dig a little deeper for an extra dime or quarter mm -hmm. at the toll booths at any of the crossings or on the, on the highways because it's not affecting you right then. You don't feel it or notice it until your statement comes in. Your electronic easy pass statement comes in once a month. And that's why. So, I mean, because what, the, the tolls at the uh, Hudson River crossings are $16, $17 right now and the Verrazano's up to 19 mm -hmm. You don't feel that when, when they add a buck or two because it's not the instant outrage that it used to be. You know, Jim, when they raised the toll on the parkway years ago from 25 to 35 cents <laughs> i remember very well that that th th those delays at the toll plazas were at least a couple three miles as people are digging oh i didn't know it's an extra dime and some people were protesting they'd they'd uh, pay in pennies uh they'd yeah, pay 35 yeah. cents in pennies and it would take for each of the pennies to go in and it would back things up for miles on the parkway so that's that's your outrage that's why it's not there anymore i would like to know why people lost that and everybody puts up with anything that goes no, on i mean no. the the uh, the property taxes of course is, is yeah. a great idea you could do something about that other people get collectively right they, they could end that oh yeah i can't and i can't wait till august i get the august surprise mm. my reevaluation of my tax my, my property taxes surprise 
It'd probably yeah. be an extra twelve hundred dollars, maybe more. Can't wait. Well, right in the middle of summer. Well, can't wait. One reason is the property taxes. I, I think for more people than not, maybe who have mortgages. And if you have a mortgage, the property tax is included in that. You've budgeted right. for that, or you expect that, or you have accepted it. Yeah. Uh, and you don't notice the property tax that much until suddenly you pay off the mortgage, <laughs> and every every for three months yeah. you've got to trot down with thousands of dollars right. that you just spent the other the rest of the three months trying to amass. Right. And a lot, and, and people will feel that be, uh, because the banks that hold the uh, escrow for the mortgages, they collect more money in advance mm -hmm. so that the bank can pay your taxes and your sewer in, uh, on your behalf with your mortgage. But if you're holding your own, you have a little bit more control, I guess. Diana Jure says, state of sheep. Sorry. I I like Sheeple. That. That, that's Sheeple. in the Merriman Webster Dictionary, sheeple appeared this year. <laughs> and that describes, the, it's not just New Jersey, it seems to be the whole country. Why would the, 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 the Democratic Party, which is a large party, done many very honorable good things, why would they suddenly throw in the towel to some 20-year-old twit from New York who's now running the, the Congress, uh, who's barely literate and uh, certainly very ill-informed, who essentially is like a, 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 what, a puppet for a millionaire, a billionaire, who's actually calling the shots, but everybody just said, oh, well, yeah, and, they, and they throw in the towel. I changed my registration. You did? I, I went from a Democrat back to undeclared. Okay. I don't want to be a part of that. I, mm. it's, it's just disgusting. And imagine, with her campaign, it was only 14,000 people that put her in office. But everybody's scared to death of her. Yeah. Nobody will stand up. 14,000 people. But of course, if you do stand up, all hell breaks loose. Everything yes. comes down against you. There is you're a, anti, uh, you're anti a, this, a psychologist anti yeah. named Jordan Peterson. Have you ever heard of Jordan Peterson? No. Many people have it. Lou, have you heard of, you know, of Jordan Peterson? And Jordan Peterson is, is currently the archdemon for the left. And why did he become the archdemon? He was a professor of psychology in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Toronto passed a law outlawing uh, gender-specific pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> he came out publicly against it. And so no more he so, or she. But, or? but the point is that he, he now he cannot. Uh, he was uh, rejected as a speaker at Oxford University in England because of that. And everybody's coming down. I noticed that uh, Google. If you go to Google now, they come up with. If you can't hit it real quick, what you want to look up, they come out with a news thing every day. They're doing something to bash him, hmm. and so they seem to feel that this man is so dangerous because he expresses a counter-political, correct point of view, that they got to nip him in the butt. And, and so, but the whole, the whole weight of media and everything comes down on the opposition. So people are intimidated out of it. Okay, Daniel Gilbertson. Uh, Daniel, hi. Uh, is it possible that a number of state employees and voters who don't pay much taxes exceeds the number of voters who do? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you don't Next, have a vested interest, these are why the, not vote for more taxes? This is I'm the not old paying thing of the yeah. taxpayers versus the tax consumers, the tax <laughs> eaters. Right. Yeah. And if you want to know where a lot of that goes, I'll recommend this highly. And I, I wish people would do this. There was a great column uh, in the uh, Jersey Journal. This goes back a few years ago. And Steve Malanga, who's a great writer right. for them, and also he writes for the Star Ledger. Uh, and it's called The Mob That Whacked New Jersey. <laughs> and it's, uh, I think it's seven pages, it's short, but it delineates beautifully 
how the public workers unions and employees have taken over the government mm. and it was easy to do I don't fault them for it they mm. only took what they were given but in return for keeping the political people in power they were given mm. all kind of entitlements and and uh, and, wow. and you know, favors and they end up running things simply because of their buying power money's everything uh, there was a program on uh, I think on the History Channel, back when the History Channel actually ran history programs, <laughs> instead of like, you know, the Dingleberry Dynasty and Mississippi Chicken Chokers, a bunch of <laughs> hicks running around with bibbed overalls through the woods looking yep. for a giant gerbil or something. Yep. Uh, but back then, and it's, it was about the U.S. Treasury, and it started off, the opening line was, money is the measure of all things in America, and it is, and it's gotten more and more like that. But so Dan Daniel, yeah, Daniel, you, you, are, you are probably correct. And, and how do we resolve that issue? You, the voters, the, the people that pay the taxes, have got to become more of a majority in the, in the voting booth. There's no other way that it's going to happen. People yeah. have just got to get rid of their apathy and stop thinking that, oh, my vote doesn't count. Well, darn it, it does count. Every vote counts. But you have to want it to count for something. I don't think people even think about that. What, what does this vote mean? Abraham Lincoln yeah. once said that in this country, a vote is as good as a bullet in a... In a Mm. I think he was talking. There were, used to be some small Latin American countries in which they'd elect every so many years a a, uh, a president mm. and then four vice presidents because they assumed that three are going to get knocked <laughs> off somewhere in the process. So, so uh, yeah, that's uh, it, it's uh, <laughs> they. It's in the fifties is when uh, public employees were not allowed to strike mm. until I think into the fifties. Then they were given that right to do that and the game was over right then because there are so many and like any institution they become institutions they become giant corporations right. uh, the unions in New Jersey the public workers unions I got to know the heads of a good number of them when I was on the air great people I, I liked them very much I had a lot of respect for them uh, but they were only doing what the president of another corporation would do is get as much as you can yeah. So there you get institutions and huge ones. For example, education. Once it is unionized at, at all levels, the number one uh, item on the agenda is the perpetuation of that institution and the welfare of the people who work there. Somewhere down the line, stuffing knowledge into the heads of the kids may pop into the hierarchy, right. but it's way down there somewhere. Yeah. So. Okay. So, oh, uh, yeah, we're almost out of time, but uh, really, hey, I just want to. We haven't talked about the governor yet. Oh, I was. I, I was just going to bring him up. Okay. Hey, good. Congratula <laughs> congratulations to Governor Murphy. He has just been named Governor of the Year hey. by the Bio International Conference, the Biotechnology Innovation Organization. Now, these are the people who well known a household. Uh, word, you know, for all of his efforts in providing scientists and researchers with all the resources they need to succeed in the biotech industry here in New Jersey. Which is what? The pharmaceutical industry? Probably, yes. <laughs> who, who spends a, a, right. a fair amount of money on now, uh, a political campaign. I would, now, I was talking to you before we went on Facebook Live this morning. The governor is being uh, feeded as uh, governor of the year by that organization. Let's make a list of the organizations that will not be honoring the governor as governor of the year. Uh, where are we talking about? Well, the NRA, NRA. right? He, we, he will not be governor of the year there. Uh, the Pipeline Association, Jim? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, what else we got? Oh, the Right, right to, Life to Life Coalition. They, he's not on their uh, hit parade. And, uh, oh, 
New Jersey transit commuters. I don't think that they're going to be electing him or nominating him for governor well, of the our, anytime I don't soon. know if there's an association, but people who do not think this should become a sanctuary state. Yeah, that's a, would, would another bill. And how about all the uh, people if, in, in favor of uh, legalized weed? Boy, are, they should be very <laughs> angry. You voted this guy into office, and he fell apart on you, and he and he reneged on his campaign promise to, to make weed legal here in New when Jersey. When is the next time that comes up? I'm and, not uh, sure. I think it's done for the year, at least, right? So here you have all of these season. all these people in New Jersey. They're, when they're sitting around. They had the newspaper over their head. Yeah. And they were ready to light up. <laughs> and, Darn and the no luck. no pot. No yeah. pot. Yeah. So, uh so, yeah, this is Facebook Live, and we're here uh, Thursdays at 10.30, so tell your friends. Uh, we'll yeah. be around. Uh, uh, what else we got? And here? I would say that if you saw this and said, well, I didn't talk about anything I was interested in, well, yeah. that's that's up to you. Yeah. You you tell us. You drive the show. You drive the you program. You drive this, and we're asking you for your, your input. Absolutely. So uh, it's a lot of fun, and I hope yeah. we can kind of keep it that way. So yeah. thank you. Thank you very, very much, have, everybody. Have and and think about it, because what, next week, if we're invited back, mm -hmm. uh, one never knows about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a week-to-week week thing The first here. word we get when we get through here is leave your name and address for the girl <laughs> at the desk. Don't call us. We'll call you. So... We, we will see. Yeah. Uh, and Manfred says hello. Manfred will be here next yeah, week. Yeah, that'll I, be I great. Promise. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast.